Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Tuesday, January 12th, 2021. I am Andrew Hansen alongside Joe Sarvati, who is affectionately known as Coach. And we are coming off a slate last night where we gave out three lineups on FanDuel, two of them cashed. Uh, Coach, those are good odds. We like that that ratio. And hopefully today we'll give out three and all of them will cash. Hey, I'll take two out of three and three out of three. Uh, either one works for me on a, on any given night, especially when my one lineup was dependent on the <laughs> Mr. Carmelo Anthony. Yes, and sir. he decided to have a throwback game from like 15 years ago. So big shout out to my man, Carmelo. Yeah, Carmelo was huge in that lineup. And then the two brains is better than one lineup that we gave out on the podcast. That one cashed. So yeah. hopefully you you followed us on Twitter. We gave the updates about half hour before lock on our pivots there. Our man Josh on Twitter is always in that lineup and, and right. posted his winner after the slate. So that that's great to see. Uh, we had uh, DraftKings coaches clipboard work for the members as well. So we're going to get back after it here tonight. Interesting slate. It's a six-game slate on DraftKings, only five on FanDuel. Uh, so, so make sure you're ready for that. Two different lock times, unless the, the early game gets canceled on DraftKings. We'll see. But as of now, we're all systems go. And as usual, we're going to break these games down game by game to get you ready for both slates. So coach, let's get started with the seven o'clock tip, uh, Eastern time. It's Miami against Philly Yeah. and Philly on the back to back here. I, I should mention that of the 12 teams playing tonight, seven of them are involved in a back-to-back. Mm -hmm. And we only have one total over 230 on BetUS. So uh, strategize accordingly. And we'll we'll get to that uh, 230 total here with our next game. But with the Heat and the Sixers, the Sixers are coming off that dud against Atlanta where yeah. they lost by 18, uh, you know, the key starters – uh, sat the last 18 minutes or so, so they went with the bench guys in the fourth quarter and yeah. just sort of, uh, you know, decided, you know what, let's just save our energy for for uh, for today against Miami. But that big crew is is still out for Philly. Tobias Harris, Shake Milton, Thibel, Poirier, Seth Curry, Ben Simmons is the question mark. Looks like he might come back from that knee injury. Uh, so that will change a lot of things. And then a lot of absences on Miami. They basically have an all-star team on the bench. We've got yeah. Butler, Bam, Dragic, Bradley, Harkless, Nunn, Akpala, and Haslam all Crazy. out. Yeah. So there, there are three guys that are questionable or probable, and they need two of those three to get the minimum eight active players. Kelly Olynyk is probable, Gabe Vincent probable, and Myers Leonard questionable. So if two of those three can suit up, then we should have a game tonight. Uh, if we do, Coach, what are you looking for? Well, you know, it's, I thought it was very interesting, um, you know, for the primetime spot of 7 Eastern, for FanDuel to knock that first game out in Miami-Philly, I think they just put their heads together and said, we don't think this game's going to play, so why mess up everything, uh, you know, on our, our pricing and they just, you know, proactively went to five games. I just thought that was really odd. Uh, you don't see that very often. So, you know, like you said, the question is, does this game play? I mean, they're both, it's going to be like eight against eight. I mean, they're going to, they're both down to the minimum. So in that sense, it's probably somewhat fair. But 
Um, you know, it, I, I was surprised because uh, both DraftKings and Yahoo have all six games in. So we'll see how that rolls out. You know, uh, like you said, a big key is Philadelphia, obviously, on the second night of a back-to-back. But as you said, we had to painfully watch our our guys rot on the bench in the second half. So they should be able to go today, uh, you know, fairly, fairly full force. Um, but, you know, here's the interesting part. We both uh, had talked prior to the pod here and, and believe Simmons is more probable than questionable just because we saw a quick movement this morning from Philly minus four to Philly minus seven. So really that's a big, uh, that's a big points move. And you would think that that would be the reason why the the concern though, is like you said, that it's the second lowest over under at two Oh nine. So there is pause here. You know, we don't know. There's certainly, uh, you know, boom bust guys all over the place. Um, you know, if the game stays close specifically for me on the, you know, the first guy I look at is Tyler hero. You know, he's, he's going to get shots. He, you know, he should, uh, you know, be trigger happy out there with his buddy, uh, Duncan Robinson. So those guys should be firing away like crazy. Um, after that, you know, it's a question. How much does Iguodala play? Uh, Mr. Uh, Achua showed some signs of, of playing decent. Uh, if Kelly O's healthy, we know when they're shorthanded, he usually really steps up. So we, we need to see the news beforehand. But, you know, for me, really, I'd like to go hero Olenek on this side. I, if this game plays because it's so shorthanded on both sides, I think even though it's a 209 total, I have no problem stacking 2v2 even in this game. I think people will be afraid, but it's the early game sitting by itself 30 minutes earlier, and we're going to know. Um, on the other side, I, I think you just go Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid. And I, I mean, those two guys are 90% of, of what Philly has right now. And, you know, I, I like this game. I, I can easily go to 2v2 here. I'm not going Danny Green, though. That that guy, I'm telling you, man, I was swearing at the TV last night. He just can't make a shot. And, you know, oh, I, I wrote him pretty hard in our, our Discord. So if he's ever going to have a good game, he probably will in this one. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, uh, but I don't know. I mean, am I way out on a limb in a 209 over under that we don't even know is going to play? And I may roster four guys from this game. Well, I would probably consider four guys if Ben Simmons is out. Well, that's that's exactly right. Simmons yeah. and Maxi, that becomes the question mark, right? Yeah. If Simmons plays, I doubt I'll play Maxi at fifty five hundred. Yeah, he's on floated up. Yeah. I'd I'd rather just take Hero at sixty seven. Yeah. You know, on that Miami side, I'm with you. Achua is in play for me at 3100. So yeah. we'll see about we'll see about the starting lineup there. Olenek is a possibility. I, you know, 5300 is not the price I really want to pay for him, but you, you they're going to need him against Embiid. They're going to need all the bigs they can string together because they don't yeah. have many of them. No. So um, I could certainly play at least two of the Heat guys here. 
because of the shorthanded rotation. Right. And on the Sixers side, I think I'll likely have one guy. Um, you know, Embiid is pretty expensive here, but I do think he'll dominate. And he only played 23 minutes last night. Right. I just don't think they have a really good defensive situation for him tonight. No. And Danny and Green. You know, also, Andrew, not, I didn't mean to interrupt, and I'll, I'll let you. Maybe I did on purpose because it's about Danny Green. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the thing I wanted to tell you was uh, I, I happened to look up a stat here. Uh, the second best defender in the entire league in the paint, they have a statistic for that for all defensive uh, paint defense, and uh, Embiid is second in the entire league. Miles Turner's number one, by the way, but uh, Joel Embiid's too. So that that's the only concern I wanted to mention real quickly is, you know, is Achua or Linick going to get much <clears throat> in the paint with Joel in there? Or, you know, with Kelly O, he can hit three, so it's, it makes it possible. So go ahead. I'm going to plug my ears when you talk about Danny Green. <laughs> yeah, Danny Green. I mean, our man Brett, you know, never wants to play him again as a Philly fan. That's right. What are the chances he goes 0 for 9 again from the field? Oh. You know, he, he played 28 minutes. Like I said, I think he checked out with five minutes to go in the third quarter and never came back. I saw all nine of those shots, by the way. Just, yeah. just to dig in more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this is the perfect time to play him in a GPP after a night like that when the team is shorthanded. So you could go there. 4,900 is a little bit steep. Um, you know, Dakota Mathias at 3,900. Yeah. Um, you know, I saw him play a few times in person for the Texas Legends. That kid can score, man. He can shoot. Yeah, he really has a nice stroke. And he got up 15 shots yesterday. Wow. Um, he played 39 minutes, uh, 3,900. So he would be in play for me, uh, especially Sneaky. if he starts again. Nice secret yep. squirrel play right there. Yep. All right, well, let's get to a game that has a little bit more certainty. It's Denver and Brooklyn. Okay. And so this game, of course, is on both slates. This is a 7.30 Eastern tip. We've got Brooklyn on the front end of a back-to-back. They're going to play against the Knicks tomorrow. And when I checked the line here on BetUS, the total was 231.5, Brooklyn by one. So this is the one game over 230. Nice, close line. Yeah. So uh, pretty good numbers on paper. And then you look at the fact that Denver is number two in offensive efficiency and Brooklyn is seventh. So that's the best combination on this slate for offensive efficiency. Brooklyn yeah. fourth in pace. Denver bad defensively so far. They're 24th. So four good numbers there. Uh, Denver's pace we don't like. They're 25th. And Brooklyn's been really good defensively. Sixth. And one of the one of the things that I don't like about this game is what happened in the last game for Brooklyn. They lost to OKC, and Coach Nash was not happy, and he ripped into the team in the media and questioned their defensive effort, their competitiveness. So yeah. I think Brooklyn is really going to come back in this game, play harder, and you know that's the that's the thing that makes me pause a little bit about wanting to really get a lot of exposure to this game. Um, but that being said, I really like a lot of the, the prices for the Brooklyn guys. Um, cause Kyrie is out. Uh, so we've got Levert, Joe Harris and Durant as three main targets who are going to get up a lot of shots. 
Yeah. They went back to that starting lineup last game where Lavert and Joe Harris started with Durant. So I'm I'm interested in those three guys. Jared Allen is in play for me. He's really playing big minutes now. DeAndre Jordan falling out of favor, losing minutes. He only played 10 minutes last game. Yeah. So I, I like I like Jared Allen as well. On the Denver side, Michael Porter Jr. is still out. So we've got uh, Barton still in the starting lineup. His price is going up. Still something you can consider at 5700 Jokic, is, he's been priced up now. 11000 or more on both sites. Yeah, so that nuts. that gets really tough to, yeah. to pay. But, uh, you know, he's he's the guy that I want from Denver. You know, the offense runs through him. It, you still see a lot of two-man game with no, with Jokic and Murray, but Jokic is really the, the point guard. I mean, he's getting all the assists. He's involved yeah. in every single possession. So, you, you know, Murray, for me, is much more of a GPP play. He's He's going cheaper and cheaper. Because um, yeah, he's so playing worse and worse. <laughs> he's playing worse and worse. Um, one of these days he'll he'll click back in, and yeah. this, this he'll could drop forty five one of the one of these games. Yeah, I, I agree. he will. But yeah, I want to get I want to get a fair amount of exposure to this game on both sides, especially on the Brooklyn side. What are your thoughts on this one? Well, I, I think it's a key game. I mean, you know, whenever you have, I'd have it right now as a pick em and two thirty one for the over under. I mean, that's you know, tee it up and see how far you can hit it kind of uh, DFS game there. And like you said, pace and defensive efficiency also somewhat come into play here. Uh, Brooklyn's, like you said, played less. Their defensive rating is going down. So that's a good trend for us. Um, did you read the stuff this morning about Kyrie and all that news? Right. Yeah, he's he was at some big birthday party of some sort and was just posted on little, social media and just taking yeah. a little vacation. What a dope man! He is yeah. a strange duck, but now it's COVID issues too because he was around all those people. So it's uh, yeah, it's craziness. But you know, I I just can't believe it. But I I really think the Joker at that ludicrous price is such a good play. I mean, I know he has to get fifty five just to make value. So. We're talking to be happy. You got to get sixty-five from a guy. That's that's a lot on the road. But Brooklyn, when they play Jared Allen the majority of the minutes, the last season and a half, they don't defend as well. Jared Allen gets bounced around. He's not that great of a defender. They may use Jordan a little bit more because of the Joker. That's why I'm not going Allen. Uh, so that's interesting. I, I'm you know, I don't. Th- Think I want to pay up for the Joker at that number at ten? I could stomach it, but eleven plus is hard. Um, <clears throat> I just the problem is this is such a, a great DFS game, and I don't like anybody else from Denver, so I hate to not have no exposure there. I mean, like you said, Murray's super playable, but I've gotten stung with him multiple times now, and Harris, Barton, Millsap, I I wouldn't are not rosterable to me maybe GPP style, but, you know, I just, it's either Joker or bust if I'm going to go on the Denver side. Um, With Brooklyn, you know, I mean, Kevin Durant is such a a monster stud. It's just a joke. And first game back, you know, he was tremendous. I mean, he's, to me, my, you know, probably my top two or three plays here on the card. I mean, I think you plug him in and go. 
And Karis LeVert, man, he's he's showing a side that I didn't realize. I thought he was just a scorer, but since he's taken over the point and starting, you know, for Kyrie, he's his assists have been fantastic. You know, he sees the floor. Uh, man, he's he's a fantastic player. He really is. And you know, so I, I it worked for me last go around, and it's one of those scenarios where it makes sense again to to just dial up Levert and Durant and spend the money there. And if you want to go all in on this game like it's this is the game, then you you follow up uh, with Joker on the other side. Now again, that it's going to put you in a little bit of a hole money wise, but uh, I, I don't think you're going to go wrong with those three guys if you could find a way to make it work. Yeah, and it's funny. I also have been building some lineups here with either three or maybe even four Brooklyn guys without a nugget on the other side. Mm. That's unique. I usually don't stack a game like that. But right. with the usage focused so heavily with Levert, Durant, and Joe Harris, and Joe Harris, by the way, is only 4,900 on yeah. FanDuel as a small forward. You know, sometimes that's just the way it shakes out because of pricing. Because on the other side, if Jokic has 50 fantasy points, you don't want to pay 11000 for him. And right. and we don't, like you said, we, all the other guys are GPP. You know, Barton, Harris, Millsap, and, and the rest. So Too risky, yeah. It very well could work out that you want, you want those three guys from Brooklyn, and it's a high-scoring, close game, and you don't have somebody on Denver that really pays off their price tag. True. So um, uh, that's that's the way I'm looking at it right now. All right, game three, coach, not quite as exciting. It's Utah no. and Cleveland. Over-under is down to 206 on BetUS. Utah, the 10.5-point favorites on the road. They're on the front end of a back-to-back. They're in the middle of a long road trip, coming off a really exciting 96-86 to 86 win against Detroit. Jeez. And, of course, Cleveland played last night. They lost 101-91 to 91 against Memphis. And... Um, with the injury news here, Sexton questionable, like he has been for a while, yeah. and uh, Ingles questionable for Utah. So I haven't given you a great game to be too excited about. No. Is there some sort of surprise that we should know about? You know, I have one secret squirrel kind of play in here, but this, you know, you've got the worst of all worlds in this game for DFS. You've got a double-digit spread, which is Hurts. You have a 206 number, which is vacillating between 205. Uh, it was 205 a few minutes ago. So, you know, when you have a double-digit spread uh, that low, which I think is the lowest I've seen this year. I think yesterday was we had a 206, 205 today. And then on top of that, you know, Cleveland right now is the number one defensive efficient team in the league, and they're really controlling pace. Utah's 14th, so there's that's nothing wrong with that either. And, you know, top half, and they can really go, protect the rim with uh, Mr. Uh, Stifle Tower in there. So that makes, you know, very uh, tough. And then on with pace on top of everything else, Utah 23 and Cleveland 27. So what a, what a stinker of a game, man. I mean, I don't see putting good money into – for me anyway, for Mitchell or Drummond or all the expensive guys in this game, the guy that I think could get enough minutes at a minimum price, Yogi Ferrell, 
who he talked about signed yesterday. He played like 17 minutes. He, I'll tell you, I watched him a long time with, with the Mavs. He is a plug-and-play dude that'll come in, take a few charges, make some shots, deliver the ball, get a few steals. So as more of a GPP play, or if you're going to go stars and scrubs and try to get the three guys in from the last game, I don't think Yogi's the worst play if Sexton sits. If Sexton plays, then, of course, that's that's out of the question. But after that, I just I don't trust Utah. We talked about that a little bit the other day. And Cleveland, again, they a lot of games. You know, this game just screams, you know, 95-90 kind of thing. So, um, you know, I may take a glance at Farrell. But other than that, I'm, I'm going to pass Ola on this one for sure. Yeah, I agree. Yogi is in the mix for me if Sexton is out, especially on DraftKings where he's only 3,000. I mean, you and can't beat it. He makes it work. You know, you get a 3,000 guy on DraftKings who gives you 20 DraftKings points. That's all you're looking for. Absolutely. Over 6X, that can allow you to get stars and scrubs. And there's a few $3,000 $3, players on this slate that we can talk about. So it, it could be a stars and scrubs night on yeah. DraftKings, depending it's on the news. looking that way, yeah. Sexton, if he plays, you know, his price is nice on DraftKings at 6,600. Yeah. So you could go there in a He was at 7,100 last week. So you yep. got to love that reduction. And his, his usage will be through the roof if he plays. Right. And then JaVale McGee on DraftKings is only 3,800. Another guy who's routinely getting 25 fantasy points, even though he only plays 17 or 18 minutes. So you, you could go there if you need it. Uh, on the Utah side, I wouldn't mind getting a little Jordan Clarkson narrative in his return to Cleveland. But Good he's. Point. 5,600 on DraftKings, yeah. not really the price I like. 5,200, a little bit better on uh, FanDuel. There are a lot of shooting guards that I like today, uh, so uh, he's he's a GPP option for me. Did, did Cleveland trade him to Utah? They did, didn't they? Or yeah. Wasn't he involved in the— I think of what trade that was. Jay Crowder. It could have been. Was it, Yeah, wasn't it Crowder and Clarkson they went to Utah? Uh, I think so. I think so. I, I mean, I haven't read that there's any bad feelings there, and he did get the big contract with Utah, so I don't know how much of a narrative is with that, but well, you never yeah. know. Part of it for me is anytime you get a player in a visiting arena who has played there and shot up thousands and thousands of shots, you just have an edge over everybody else on your team. You know, you're That's just more comfortable point. there. Yeah. So it's it's not a not necessarily a narrative of revenge. It's a narrative of familiarity sure. with the the rims and the and the shooting environment. So, yeah, that's, that's my point. thought there. All right, let's get to the second half of the slate. Let's head to eight o'clock for the Lakers and Houston. Why are you getting all the good games and I'm getting all the garbage games? This is working out well today. <laughs> uh, you know, it wasn't a great game last time because you can have it on the next two. You fixed the slate. <laughs> The Lakers blew them out 120 to 102 when they played on Sunday. So we'll see if Houston can make it more of a game. A lot of news here. We've got John Wall and Eric Gordon questionable for Houston. On the Lakers side, Wesley Matthews out, uh, KCP probable, and then the usual questionable tags with LeBron and AD that I'm going to ignore. So really, it's the guards with Houston that we need to know about because Harden. 
could come into play finally. I'm not going to play him if Wall and Gordon are in. If they're both out, all of a sudden we get the old James Harden of old in Houston. And yeah. not bad, you know, in the 10K range. So he's he's some someone to consider. Decent game environment. Both of these teams are top 12 in offensive efficiency. Lakers are fourth. Houston, 12th. Lakers are strong defensively, though. They're number two. And I heard LeBron talking about how one of their goals is to be number one defensively. That interview, and that's the only thing he wanted to talk about, too. So that's deep. a little bit scary. And yep. it makes sense for a championship team to set a new goal to try to stay motivated about something. Right. And that that's scary for the teams out west. Yeah. Uh, pace, you know, average pace here, Houston 12th, Lakers 17th. So we've got an over-under of 223, Lakers favored by five and a half. Um, that's really it for me on the Houston side. It, it's hardened as a possibility based on the news. Uh, by the way, Daniel House is still out. Uh, Wood is, you know, he's come down a little bit in price, but still expensive um, given this matchup. Right. You know, he didn't do too well against these guys on Sunday. I think he'll probably do a little bit better, but he's going to have to do a lot better to pay off the the value. Cousins, you know, is a GPP option to me. I think he's going to be extra motivated after getting ejected. You know, yeah. he's, he's more a senior price. was going to kill him. He's lucky he right. didn't get his butt handed to him. Yeah, that one that one interaction they had, I mean, Cousins showed amazing restraint. I not to shot. just deck Morris. Or or fear. You know, Morris <laughs> Morris is our, you know, screw loose. So they're in they're in They can kill you. <laughs> I don't think Cousins is scared though. I think he I think he made a, a nice move there. That was impressive. That was smart, but he got thrown out anyway. So I know. what's the difference? <laughs> yeah. And then with the Lakers. Schroeder is still extra cheap on FanDuel at 5,500. Yeah. Um, Kuzma is 3,900 on FanDuel, 54 on DraftKings. That's a price disparity Huge. I wanted to mention. I don't I don't know that I'll go to Kuzma. There's another power forward I like in the, in the next game we'll get to. Um, with the Lakers, you know, there may be a lineup where I pay down from Durant to, to LeBron just in case. But in general, I like Durant more than LeBron and AD on this slate. So I don't think I'm going to get too much exposure to those guys. Yeah, I mean, you know, trying to look at the game that they just played is 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 helpful. But, you know, it's a little confusing, too. You know, you've got the Lakers on the first night of a back-to-back, which gives me a little hesitance of them trying to blow out the minutes of LeBron or or Davis. But... What they've done in the past is let Davis play, play a full plethora of minutes and then sit him the second game of a back-to-back. So that's possible as well. Um, you know, that's the reason that right now, I know he's a questionable tag, but on my beginning lineups here, because certainly in these late games, you have plenty to switch to. If Davis ends up sitting, you, you know, you have the Sabonises and et cetera, et cetera, to, to switch to. So I, I sort of like uh, I like Anthony Davis tonight. I think Houston, yeah, Christian Wood has played well, but he's still not a defensive stopper, uh, nor is uh, Cousins. So uh, not uh, yeah. So I think I think Davis can own the paint, and this seems like the kind of game where he has one of those you know 50, 60 point fantasy nights. He is a little expensive. I I get that, but you know if he's going to play a full deal of minutes and then we got to do a lot of 
you know, checking everywhere, Twitter, the beat writers and everything to find that out. I, you know, I, I cherry pick when I go with Davis and I've been pretty successful with it so far. And I just think this is a good spot. Um, after that, you know, I don't trust anybody else for the Lakers. I don't want to go LeBron here. Obviously, if you're going with one, you can't go with both or it uh, cripples you on the salary. On the Houston side, I agree with you on one point for sure. If Wall does not play and Gordon does not play, I think Harden really has to be a high consideration. So it would, you know, it, that's all that news is going to depend everything on what I do. You know, I'll if I'm not going to load up on the Denver-Brooklyn game, like I mentioned, I may load up on this game if I can play Harden and Anthony Davis, if those other guys sit, and if Davis plays a full allotment of minutes. So lots of ifs in there that we won't have answers to until, you know, later in the day. But, you know, I'm still, the two key games for me are those two. The whole idea of Levert and... Um, Durant and Joker, or the whole thing of Harden and Davis. I want to try to base my build off of one of those two sides or a mixture thereof dependent on the news. So, you know, unfortunately, this is one of those podcasts where we're, we're going to give you great info, but we're not going to be very concrete on our picks because we have to know this news. And it's sort of welcome to the COVID world right now. I mean, we're getting one or two games canceled every day. There's constant movement with all of this. So I'll tell you, if you're ever going to join, go to DFSCoachTalk.com. Jump in. You can join for a week, a month. Take advantage of this phenomenal BetUS deal right now. If, you sign, if you're a first-time sign-up with BetUS, you put um, $149 in your account there, which you can bet on all sports, and you get a free membership with DFS Coach Talk all the way from today until April 1st. I mean, it's it's a no-brainer if, if you want to bet on sports. If you don't and you just want to join, it's still our best deal of the year. Here we are January 12th through April 1st. You're going to get all the football playoffs, all this basketball, and uh, you know even the very beginning of, of uh, spring training and such in baseball. So great time to get involved. We'd love to have you. And want to mention one more thing since I'm jumping into this. If you're watching this on YouTube right now, this is our big ask every podcast. And we really, really ask you to do this. Hit the, the thumbs up button, subscribe to our channel, and also hit that little alert button because the alert button will let you know when our podcast posts. Today, this basketball will post around lunchtime. Mid-afternoon, we've got a, a great PGA golf one for the tournament that starts in Hawaii on Thursday. And then obviously Shane and Andrew have all the NFL action. So, you know, check us out. Our podcasts are in front of the paywall. They're always free. All we ask is that thumbs up. You hit that alert button and you subscribe to us. And I'll toss it back to you, um, Mr. Joe Stanton, who's handling a lot of our social media stuff uh, and everything. Um, has a new offer out there. Do you want to share that with our folks? Sure. Let me see if I can pull that back up. It is a, <clears throat> it's a week membership giveaway. Right. Correct? Yes. So go to our Twitter, DFS Coach Talk on Twitter. Retweet that treat. Retweet that tweet. Say that 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one, once is enough for me. 
uh, follow it. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Subscribe, subscribe to our YouTube channel. And then we are going to announce the winner. Is it tomorrow? Yes. Wow, this yeah. is go time. Yeah, this is go time. So okay, so do go it today. Today, do it today, tonight, you know, first thing in the morning, because then it gets picked tomorrow. And we have, uh, you know, we have a member in there right now that was the winner last time on the week membership. And he's absolutely uh, uh, loving it. I, is it, uh, it's either uh, Broadman or... Uh, the MK. Oh, that's uh, right. A bunch of it's letters. MK uh, LY or something. And there's a else. D in there. Yes. Yeah. He, him. He knows who we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> we know. Yeah. Awesome, man. Okay. Yeah. So I threw us completely off track here, but I wanted to make sure we got that in here and snuck it in there before anybody tries to fast forward and listen just to the content. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So two, back, more, uh, two more games yes. to go. Okay. And uh, this is this is perfect the way this is working out because you're going to get to break down yeah. the Spurs here. So yeah. game five, it's another eight o'clock tip Eastern. Uh, two eighteen is the total. Uh, Spurs are two and a half point favorites as they head into OKC. And in terms of the injury news, DeRozan is still out with a personal matter. Devin Vassell questionable with the knee. And on the OKC side, I'm not seeing anything. So this is. This is good. You know, if you're dealing with the Spurs, at least you have some clarity about who's going to play. I'll tell you what, though. I The surprise team in the NBA to me, well, there's two of them. The Charlotte Hornets tearing it up like they are, amazing. And and the Thunder, I mean, I they are playing fantastic basketball. I, You talk about t- two teams, uh, you know, that weren't expected to do anything, and uh, they're right in the thick of it, but yeah, this it's funny because I have the three low, lousy games, and you have the three high total games. So I'm I'm not sure how that worked out. But anyway, uh, you know Oklahoma City's on the first night of a back to back. Not that it seems to phase them. I mean they are super super young, uh, other than Horford, and you know they, they nothing seems to phase them. The Spurs right now are a two point favorite. Like you said, two two eighteen and a half on the over under. So it's you know. I try to steer clear of Thunder games as much as I can. And I know as soon as I decide I'm going to play some guys from them, it's going to be one of those, you know, 89, 88 uh, NBA specials. But, uh, you know, it's hard to say here. Team defensive efficiency, San Antonio is only 22nd. So that gives me, you know, a little bit of hope uh, that they could get it done. Oklahoma City is in the top 10. They're 10th. So, you know, that's. Part of why they're doing so well, they're controlling pace uh, and and they're defending really, really well. They're 16th in pace, so just middle of the road. And uh, the Spurs, uh, take a guess. Do you know where the Spurs are? In pace? Yeah, just a wild well, I, guess. Yeah, I wrote it down. So oh, you, you're a cheater. <laughs> That's how you win all those golf quizzes. I'm no, change not true. To, I'm not changing true. the rules on golf. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So they're, you know, they're they're higher than you would think. You know, they're generally lower pace. But now with Murray and I'll tell you, Lonnie Walker, man, he had a, a phenomenal game last time out. But those guys are running the floor. I think they're playing better without White, actually, since he went down. And, you know, they're getting it done. But without DeRozan, you know, that makes it tough. So, you know, I'm not going to focus on this game. You know, the two games I'm focusing on. And then my third game 
will be, you know, the last one that we're going to talk about of wanting to have some people. So really the only considerations here, and it has to fit, I mean, LaMarcus Aldridge has been steady. He's hitting shots. He's getting rebounds. He's getting minutes. And they are leaning on him a little bit more with DeRozan out. But it looks like the usage with DeRozan out is going to the backcourt of Murray and Walker. They're the ones that have seen the biggest jump since he's been out. So, you know, the price on those guys isn't bad, and you certainly can consider them. I mean, you can take a value player, too, from this game to help make your lineup. Um, on the Oklahoma City side, Shea's expensive. You know, he takes 90 billion shots, and, you know, they, they run a lot of clearouts for him. Uh, but, you know, it's hard if you to pay up for him in a, in a game like this. If you want to go cheap, um, Baisley's been wildly inconsistent, but he's a good GPP play because he's athletic. He can jump. He's going to get some rebounds and blocks, and you know he's going to, uh, you know, help you in that aspect. And then you can't deny what Diallo's been doing uh, off the bench. He's sort of been their sixth man, and he's just you know followed up two, three games in a row where he's scoring. He's athletic. He's just playing with a phenomenal amount of confidence. So, you know, this game is a perfect game to dip into for one or two value guys, in my opinion. I don't think I'll pay up for Shea or LMA in this one uh, just because of game scripting. Yeah, so for me, Shea is the guy that I'm really thinking about because uh, I, I, he had that bit of a lull. But now he's picked it back up. He's getting yeah. more shots. He's getting more accomplished. I wish he wasn't eighty five hundred on. Yeah, on that's Fandle, expensive. But, yeah, you know, but Spurs, his, you're right though. His usage is massive. Yeah, so he's he's in consideration for me. Diallo, I agree. You can't ignore. But now he's a lot more expensive, so I probably won't go there. Al Horford could make a lineup for me based on his price. Um, I don't love that this is the front end of a back to back. But he's getting in a much better rhythm here in these three road wins in a row that you're referencing here. Amazing. I mean, this team is really uh, trending up. So uh, he, he, he could make a lineup. There's a value play I really like on the Spurs, and that's Trey Lyles. And he got 35 minutes in that last game. Amazing. He's, he's only 3,300 on DraftKings, 3,600 on FanDuel as a power forward. I think he makes a lot of sense today. Um, you know so, what's funny is they only decided he was going to start like 30 minutes before the game. They were going to play your rookie guy, Vassal. He was supposed to be in there, but he's got sort of a bum ankle, so he's not 100%. But, yeah, Lyles was a super-duper sneak play the last time. But you're right. When he's in there, man, he's he cleans the glass. He gets it. I've always thought he has, has talent. I don't know why he doesn't get minutes. Oh, well, he's playing in San Antonio. You can't you can't really rationalize anything that happens there. No, that's but, pop yeah. with that wild hair from like the guy from Back to the Future. Yeah, yeah. Lyles is talented, and you know he he can do a little bit of everything. And What's his price, Andrew? He's only thirty three hundred on DraftKings and thirty six hundred on FanDuel. Um, this is going to be a let's face it. This is going to be a stars and scrubs slate. It just it's playing out to be such cheap value that you can get two, three of the big boys in there. Yep, yep. And then with the rest of the Spurs, uh, probably don't want to pay up for LMA. Lonnie Walker's in consideration for me. He's so much cheaper than DeJounte Murray. 
Yeah. Only 5,200 on, on FanDuel, 54 on DraftKings, I, th- I think is a fair price. So I could get uh, a couple guys from this game uh, just because of, uh, you know, how it all works out with roster construction. All right. One more game here, 1030 Eastern. We've got Indiana against Golden State. Talk about late night hammer. It's yes. two and a half hours later than any other game. you got to wait for this hammer. And it's going to come strong. We've got a 226.5 over-under on BetUS. Golden State favored by three. Indiana coming off the back-to-back. Tough loss against Sacramento, 127-122. That was a fun, entertaining, high-scoring game. Now they've got to deal with Oladipo likely being out. He's officially doubtful right now, but because of that knee issue, he's likely to sit since it is a back-to-back. Uh and TJ McConnell is still out. So there's going to be some extra minutes for Indiana. You know, I'm still most interested in Brogdon. Against... I bet you like Dougie McBuckets, though. Yeah, you know, I almost played him yesterday, and I'm I'm really disappointed I didn't. He's still in the 3K range on both sites. Yeah. He got 30 minutes, shot it really well. So he, he is in play for me. Um the the other guys that could step up in terms of minutes, uh, Aaron Holiday wouldn't surprise me if he starts, but he hasn't really done much with his starting opportunities no, this season. He's so been I'm not flat this whole year so yeah. far. So that's the value guy that I don't want to play. Um, Justin Holiday kind of interesting on Fanduel at forty five hundred. He can get some steals and blocks for you. He got 30, yeah. 34 minutes yesterday. I think he'll play solid minutes again. Yeah. On the Golden State side. Uh, Steph really shot it poorly against Toronto. Sure did. But I, I think this is a much better spot for him. You know, Indiana 19th defensively. Uh, Draymond Green. I want to ask you about him because I heard your comment that you don't like playing him, which really um, caught well, my I attention. I did in the last time he played. I'm a, I, I now love Draymond Green after that last big game he put up there for oh, me. Okay. So <laughs> what, what were you... Were you down on him this season in general? Because he certainly has been sluggish. Or were you talking about him as a general DFS? No, generally or... in the last several years, i just not a Draymond guy. Because really? there are, and the reason being is, I get it, he gets double-digit assists, double-digit rebounds. But there are so many games where he just won't shoot. Like, I mean, he gets the ball four feet from the basket, like hardly with anybody on him, and he'll kick it for a three anyway. So I just... It's frustrating at times, you know, now that his price is so cheap, it's always been high, if you remember, because he used to get all those triple doubles. And I just, I would, all of a sudden, he'd have a five-point real game, and you'd be paying 8000 for him. Now he's in a price range. That's why I played him the other day. It just, it was too good of a value. And it, it, his capability, he can put 40, 50 DFS points up on the board quickly. So I, you know, as long as he stays this level of value then i like him once he starts going up then i'm gonna jump off the ship gotcha okay yeah i'm with you i mean in the 5k range i'm all about draymond here because again he can get a triple double or still hit value even if it only makes three layups you know because of everything else the way he fills up the stat sheet i mean fifth in the 5k range that's that's just uh that's a great opportunity so uh, Draymond and Steph are in play for me here. What, what do you think about this late night hammer game? You know, I'm I'm a little concerned about Steph. I mean, he 
he just looked really slumped. I I think that's the worst I've ever seen him shoot the ball. Uh, to be honest with you, I can't remember a game that he. I think he was two for sixteen, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. So, you know, it's Steph Curry. I mean, he can shoot. You know, on his standing on his head. So, but Brogdon is very very respectable defender, and I think Brogdon dogs him a little bit. And you know, Curry's still very expensive, so I'm not real comfortable going there. I think, like you mentioned, because of the cheapness, I mean, green is like half the price of Curry. I mean, you know, it, it, can he get half the stats? You would sure think so. So I think he he becomes uh, somebody that I'm interested in. Uh, on the Indiana side is really what I, I, you know, I like a lot better. I mean, I don't think anybody has been hammering it quite like Sabonis, man. That dude just puts up. Big double-doubles with 30-point games, playing fantastic. It is the second night of a, a, a back-to-back, so that is a little bit of a concern. But, man, it's hard not to like Sabonis or consider him. You know, I also don't mind Miles Turner. And normally, you know, I never play Carmelo Anthony. He came through. I never play Draymond Green. He came through. So, I, you know, I sort of like Miles Turner in the sense that right now he's literally more than double, seriously, more than double anybody's block shots in the league. He's averaging four a game. And I think he patrols the paint here and gets some things done. So for me on the on the Indiana side, I'm interested in their two bigs. I know that they're going to get extra run for Justin Holiday. McDermott's going to get a lot of love just because of his recency. I don't want to go there. I don't trust Aaron Holiday the way he's playing. Brogdon's always in play. I mean, he's such a solid all-around guy, but his price is higher than it's been. So, you know, and I do think he'll be focusing on shutting Curry down as much as possible. So really in this game, uh, the guys that have my most interest at this point with these numbers are Draymond, Sabonis, and Turner. Okay, and... Uh, you reminded me of something I wanted to check in terms okay. of the back-to-back and the minutes with these Indiana guys because I saw a stat watching that game last night. Sabonis and Brogdon are both top five in the NBA in minutes per game this year. Yeah. And I went and checked their back-to-back game. They had one uh, a couple weeks ago, and in the second half of the back-to-back, Brogdon played 36 minutes, Sabonis played 41 That'll, that would work fine. That works, right? And they, <laughs> they both average, I think, over 37 per game. So, of you know, it's not, I wouldn't call it quite the, the Tibbs situation or yeah. maybe not even quite Nick Nurse with Toronto, but they're right up there. Closing I mean, in, yeah. They're out there. Heavy I'll tell you, Brogdon's a good, a, a good play. I mean, he's so steady. And if he's going to get those minutes, you know, he could certainly pay off. And I'll tell you what, people, you know, everybody says, well, Golden State struggles because they miss Clay's three-point shooting and all of that. What they miss is Clay's perimeter defense. Clay Thompson is a first or second team all NBA perimeter defender. And this is where they really miss him because Brogdon starts getting a little hot with Oladipo sitting out. Uh they they'd have Clay just all over him. So they don't have that option. And, you know, I think that's a big part of of why they're struggling. Excellent. Well, that wraps up the six-game slate. A uh, couple quick things. If you could, on Twitter, when you go to DFS Coach Talk to uh, do those tasks to be entered for that 
week membership giveaway. You can follow the coach while you're while you're there on Twitter at J O E S A R V A D I. You can find me at Language Olympic, and our main Shane, our man Shane is at D E T Sports Shane. Coach, Correct. you want to wrap it up? Yeah. So all you have to do, and remind me if I get this wrong, you just have to retweet and like our tweet, and then join, uh, follow us, sub- subscribe to us on YouTube. We have the. Is that correct? Yeah, and you know, it's a perfect example. Instead of you and I trying to describe it, we should just say, go to the tweet. It's, it's a pinned tweet. So all yes. the directions are right there. It, they're right there. So just go to D, uh, Coach Talk, DFS Coach Talk, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's mind-bending. Yes, and I'll tell you, I, I really like tonight's slate. I hope all six games play. I love being able to build the stars and scrubs with some real foundational guys that are 3,033. I think we can get some, you know, we call it Takedown Tuesday here at Coach Talk, and I think we can do it. And then I'm super excited. You know, very seldom do I get my sweet spot, which is like 10 to 14 games. Tomorrow's 10 games. So let's hope those play because of COVID. But, um, you know, we, we love the slate tonight. We're going to go after it. I can tell you right now, just already from building lineups, this is going to be at least a four crowns out of five for me as as far as this slate goes and then having that big 10 gamer tomorrow you know we're we're doing our best like we're getting this out at lunchtime today we're really going to try to do that every day so you have the full uh, lunch break and afternoon to to check out the podcast and if you have any questions shoot us you know at twitter you know at joe servati at language olympic or even on youtube if you watch it on there we know that you're going to like, subscribe, and click the alert button. You can also send a question or make a comment. We always respond, usually pretty quickly, too. So terrific job. I'm excited about tonight. And, uh, you know, we're getting hot three nights in a row with our uh, one of our hybrid lineups on FanDuel busting 300. That's sort of been the magic number right now. I know that fluctuates up to maybe 350 on nights where people are blowing up the slate, but Really, three three twenty five is going to get you some nice cash money each night, and that's where we've been playing lately. So that's it, man. Okay. Well, on behalf of the coach and the rest of the DFS Coach Talk team, I am Andrew Hansen. We'll see you tomorrow as we look to crush it in DFS.